Welcome everybody to the next episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. And guess what? My name is Eddie Villa. Weird how I titled it that way. Well, it's not that weird. Welcome. I'm so excited to talk to you about this this, um, this little subject, this little kind of this little ditty, I'm going to call it, because ultimately this is a, this is kind of a nasty one. I, I get a lot of people that when they hear me talk about this, sometimes I get some really confused looks. So be ready for me to share something with you that you might not totally get right away. However, if you do get, it, do get it right away, then that's awesome. Either way. However, if it takes you a second to get it, or if it takes you weeks to get it, or maybe the rest of your life, or maybe years like it took me, it's totally cool. But I want you to know, this isn't an opinion. My, my life has never been about trying to figure out ways to make my opinions fit the mold of everybody else. My goal has always been to see what's going on, love on what actually is around me and figure out what are the rules of the game, right? And so when I discover these little truths, I turn them into quotes and it's this, it's the title of this episode, which is you are unique, but your problems aren't. And let me just kind of, I need to help you understand how I came up with this whole concept because I, I never heard anybody talk about this and I didn't even realize that, uh, that I was the only person that I knew that had even discovered it. And so because I feel like that so much, I have to talk about this in a full episode. So get ready because this is, is going to be awesome. I want you to think about this. Think about the biggest problem you have right now. All right, I'm going I'm to just focus on you. I'm now breaking the third wall here, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm looking at you and I want you to think about you. Get, get uncomfortable just for a second. Like, whoa, Eddie's talking to me. And I want you to think about a problem that you have. Think about it. I don't care what it is. And maybe it's a problem with a family member who's really struggling right now, right? Maybe a problem with you. Maybe you're struggling right now. Maybe you've got a bad habit that you cannot seem to break. Or what else? Maybe, what, maybe, uh, maybe there's something that you've tried to, you've been working on for the last year or maybe two years, and you haven't quite gotten where you want to, is gotten even a word? We're going to pretend it is. You know, we just need to tell Webster. So Webster's dictionary, we'll get that word later. But anyway, what I want you to think about is, what about it's something that maybe you've been working on for a long time, and you're just not there, and it's starting to really frustrate you, right? Or maybe you're thinking about, oh, I got it. Maybe you're thinking about um, a group of people that you work with, right? Or maybe a company you work for. And everything that, you know, everything that kind of shows up in there, like it's a problem. What is that problem for you? I want you to think about that right now. What is that problem? And I want you to say it out loud. Get real, get honest about it. My problem is what? Say it out loud. And when you say it out loud, you're going to hear something fascinating. And that is this. You're going to hear a problem that I can guarantee you right now that someone else on this planet has that same exact problem. And you know what's awesome about that is that maybe if you meet that person, you can connect with them and, and you can figure out how to solve it together. But the truth is, if you believe that, which you should, because it is absolutely true, is that your problems, they're really not that unique. Because when you ultimately, and this is the biggest problem that I've had in my life, and I'll tell you plenty of stories in a minute, but when I sit down or when you sit down or any of us sit down and think that our problem is something that nobody else can help us out of, when we sit there and think that our problem is something that cannot be fixed by anybody, no one has ever solved this issue. So I am now destined to have this problem forever. How many times have you actually had that thought? And how do you act 
after you have that problem. I'm going to tell you how I act, okay? Let me tell you how much of an infant I can be. I remember that when um, I was first married with my wife, it's so weird that this is a problem that's coming up. I don't know why, but I'm going to talk about it because it's real. When I was first married with my wife, I had no perception of what marriage was, none. I just thought, hey, I'm going to live with this woman forever. I got love whenever I need it. And uh, we're going to go do some cool stuff because she's a lot of fun, right? Like I had this concept of marriage to me was like, this is the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And I needed to make sure it was somebody who I actually enjoyed being around, right? And somebody I enjoyed being intimate with on a regular basis. So that was it. That was it for me. I never realized, (laughs) I never realized that I had to change. I never realized that I had to suddenly learn how to clean up after myself. I was in my, I think my late 20s. Yeah, it it takes me forever to grow. But I grew up, I remember I was in my late 20s and I learned how important it was to put dishes in the dishwasher properly, right? And I learned how important it was to, you know, clean up after myself in the bathroom. I don't know what it is about me, but I, I, I'm committed to standing while doing number one, but I'm not committed to aiming properly. You know, it's just, I just had all these issues when I was first married and my wife, who is the most amazing person on the planet, her name is Angela Via. If you don't know who, who she is, you better go find her right now and go see who she is. Because one of the things that she is definitely responsible for is helping me learn about how my problems are just not unique at all. So what I learned, in, when, and I learned in our marriage is that I needed a change and my wife was a constant reminder of that. So get this, check this part out. All right, if you've ever been married, I guarantee you're gonna say, Oh my gosh, I've had that same problem. But at the time, see, I thought this problem was unique to just me. And it was this, that when my wife was constantly reminding me about things that I was messing up with, like, Hey Eddie, you're, you're, you're still missing the bowl or Hey Eddie, uh, the dishes don't go like that. Cause they don't get washed that way. Or Hey Eddie, you know, if you're going to watch TV at night, you know, turn off the TV and come to bed. Don't fall asleep on the couch. It was like, it was like all kinds of things, right? All these little things that I was doing that, that, you know, bugged her. And this is the problem I had. And the problem was this. My wife is constantly reminding me that I am not good enough for her. That was the belief. That was the problem that I thought was completely unique to me. And so if you're listening to this and you're, uh, let's say you're a man and you're listening to this and you're married to a woman and that woman is doing the same things to you that, that my wife did to me, which I'm going to change the word on that in a minute. But, and then I created the belief that I have a problem. I'm married to a woman who is constantly reminding me that I'm not good enough for her. And when I, when I had that problem and I seriously thought I was the only one. I acted really weird. Okay, let me explain why it was weird. The truth is not that my wife felt like I wasn't good enough. The truth is that my wife believed in me. My wife actually had a bigger vision and a grander belief in me than I had for myself. And so because she had this grand vision and this grand belief in me that nobody else had on the planet, she was the one that was always trying to remind me subconsciously. I don't even know if she knew this, but she was the one that was always there to constantly nudge me towards that vision that she had for me. I remember just, I mean, we've been married now 16 years and it was only a year ago as of the recording of this podcast, it was only a year ago that her and I were having a conversation where I realized all the times in our life where she kept trying to correct me or support me or, or set me straight or kick me in the butt. 
when I wasn't living up to my full potential. All of those things were actually expressions of, hey, I love you and I know you can do better. That's all it really was. Had I known that, I would have realized that she wasn't doing these things to me. She was doing these things for me, absolutely for me. When I changed my mind about how the things she was doing was for me, you know what? It didn't stop. (laughs) She still to this day lets me know, Eddie, you forgot to lock the doors in the garage last night. And uh, yeah, so, you know, we went to bed last night with the doors wide open. Any stranger could have come in and, you know, done whatever. And in that moment, I go, oh, hey, I get it. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? You're right. I did. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for helping me. <laughs> and she, she actually looks at me like, huh? <laughs> so anyway, my, going back to this concept of my problems were not unique at all. And I'm proving it right now by you listening to this podcast. I guarantee that if you are married, you are saying like, you're nodding. You're, you know, the wife is probably going, yep, yep. That's exactly what I do for my husband. And, and your, you know, if you're, if you're the husband, you're probably going, what? No, you're literally trying to constantly chastise me. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, but my point is that that problem right there, oh my gosh, I could not have been more wrong because see, the cool thing is that when I realized that problem was common, I started realizing, oh, okay. So if that problem is common, then all I got to do is find people who have that problem which was easy. All I had to do was talk to any man who's married. I didn't really know that. But as soon as I started talking to other married men, we started having this conversation. I started realizing, oh my gosh, this woman loves me. She loves me so much that she is willing to sacrifice coming off as a pain in the butt just to help me grow and be better. Because I am the only person on this planet she does that with. Going back to this concept, understanding my problems are actually common. And I want you to think about those problems you have. I want you to know that, that, it's in, that it's actually mathematically impossible for you to be the only person that has ever come along on this planet and have that problem. Do you, can you, are you willing to admit that? Are you willing to actually say, okay, I thought that my problem was, you know, I, I get it. Like some, sometimes people have this child with a quote unquote rare disease. I'm using the quotation fingers again. You can't hear it. But when they use this, they, they say things like my child has this rare disease. Now rare doesn't mean you're the only one on the planet. There are other people. And thank goodness for the internet and social media. There are ways for you to connect with them people. But just, just think about this for a second. Chances are you don't have a problem that difficult. Chances are the problems that you think you have are actually common. Now let's talk about how you are unique. Now this, this assessment that I talked about, okay, I need to tell you a little bit about the history of it. So uh, I'm going to just tell you the name of the company is called Gallup. Okay. And Gallup is incredible. You can go to the link in the comments of this, uh, in the, sorry, the, the show notes for this podcast, and you can get the direct link. But Gallup, see about 30 years ago, roughly, they, the, the, the guy named, by the name of Don Clifton, he came up with this concept of strengths and he wanted to, he wanted to do something where people leaned on their strengths rather than trying to develop their weaknesses, right? And he was very frustrated with how the, 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 uh, the education system and the employment system in the country was focusing on developing weaknesses rather than focusing on strengths. And so when they came up with this assessment, they, they, did, this, they did this thing where they, they surveyed over 2 million people to come up with 34 individual unique talents and strengths. And when they came up with these talents and strengths, when you take this assessment, you're going to see something incredible. It's a full 
report of how your strengths are numbered from one to 34. And the chances of another person having that exact same report with those same 34 in that exact precise order is so astronomical. The number, the odds are so big that there is never, there's no way that could, there could ever be anybody have ever come along with those strengths and those talents in that order, nor will there ever be anybody with those strengths in that talent or order. It is mathematical proof that the way you do things, the way you look at the world, the way you solve problems, the way you view yourself is so infinitely unique. It cannot ever be duplicated. So here comes the most, the greatest thing that I ever learned. And it's this, you are infinitely unique. The way you do things, your talents, your strengths, your skills, your views on the world are so infinitely unique. They can't be duplicated. Yet your problems, I don't care how quote unquote rare that you think they are, are common. There are other people currently living on this planet that have them. I want you to think about that for a second. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for you? I, I am something infinitely unique and my problems are common. Up until you listen to this episode, I can almost guarantee that you were going through life thinking the opposite was true. My talents, my skills, my perspectives, what I can do are common. And this problem that I have is completely unique and nobody else has it. You think of, like, I can't, I can't imagine a more depressing thought than that. Can you? Well, guess what? Chances are you've been thinking that all the way up until you listen to this podcast. You'd been thinking that you didn't have the ability to solve something that nobody else in the planet could possibly solve. Let's forget about whether or not it's true for just a second. I'm just going to ask you, what if it's true? If it is true, is it uplifting to you to realize that you are infinitely unique and your problems are common? Is it uplifting to you that there is a way that you can solve it by just being you? Is that uplifting? If you truly believe that, right? If you literally took that information and buried it deep into your heart and actually believed it, what would you do differently? How would you approach life? How would you approach your business? How would you approach everything you do? Your relationships, how you improve your health, how you improve your bank account, how you improve your belief in yourself, right? How would you do things differently if you actually believe that you had infinite uniqueness within you that could be applied to solve every problem you'll ever have because they're completely common? How would you, how would you go through life differently? I think you would do the same thing I do, which is this right here looking at who you are, looking at your strengths and figuring out ways to go all in big, bigger than you do right now. Like for me, my number three strength, okay? My number third strength is futuristic. Holy cow, it is a strength awesome because it's, but basically what I do with futuristic is I can actually look into the future about what, with what I want clearly, specifically, precisely. I can close my eyes and actually come up with a vision for where I want to go. And what that vision does is it creates an emotion. Okay. It creates an emotion which leads to action. So here's what I want you to do right now. This is your, I'm going to give you a little call to action. 
Okay. If you've got futuristic in your top 10 strengths, great. If you don't, you can still do this. Think about where you want to go and just say it out loud. This is what I want. And ask her and look at how you feel. Okay. Pay attention to how you feel when you, just for a moment. Okay. Before the fears start to show up, like I talked about in a previous episode. Okay. If you want to go watch, listen to the episode, definitely go listen to it. But I want you to think about how you feel before those fears show up, that excitement. Imagine if you went through your whole life or even just the rest of your day with that excitement. This is what I want you to do. I want you to create that vision in your head, close your eyes, experience the feeling that comes over you. And then imagine how your body would react every single day if that's how you felt every single day. Can you imagine that? How different would your actions be? If I was a fly on the wall and watching you go through this process, what would I see you doing? And so that's your challenge for today. I want you to go ahead and try it. Okay, do it until the fears show up. And then I remember, like I talked about in a previous episode, those fears are just a confirmation that prove that you care. And then you get to keep doing them and showing up in your strengths instead. So this beautiful strength that I have of futuristic is so cool because not only can I create a vision for what I want, but I can also talk to other people because my dominant domain, my dominant desire is to influence other people to move forward. What I can do is I can listen to another person tell me about what they want. And I can listen to another person tell me all about their strengths, what they're good at. They can share with me their fears and I can show them how it's just a confirmation of what's great about them. And then they can go to, and then I watch them go to work and I challenge them for just 48 hours, 48 hours immediately after our discussion to go apply who they are so they can go create those small wins. Like I talked about in my previous episode, create those small wins that prove You are enough, that I am enough, that we are enough to get everything we want through base hits. So what happens if you choose to believe that your talents, and remember, it is always a choice. You choose to believe that your talents and strengths are common, and you choose to believe that the problems you have in front of you are unique to only you. What is going to happen is you're always going to experience a feeling after that. Because how do you feel when you feel like, you're not good enough and the problem you have can't be solved. How do you feel when you think that? And you better believe that your body is going to create a reaction. You're going to start, it'll affect how you talk to people. It'll affect how you move through life. It'll affect your physical posture, which also affects your health. I don't know if you know this or not, but your, your body is actually made up of cells. And your brain is in charge of programming those cells. So when you think you're you're common and your problems are unique, you're programming your cells to believe that, which makes your body react physically. And if you think that's a positive thing, you're in trouble. If you think you're going to live to be 150 years old with thoughts like that, you're in trouble. It's not going to work. I'm telling you right now, and I'm telling you this because I need you to hear something important about me, and I'll wrap this up. My grandfather, my brother, and my dad all died before the age of 55 due to heart disease. All three of those men worked their butts off. They worked all the time. They even, my brother used to talk to me about how overtime is this really cool thing where if you work past eight hours, you get time and a half. He was like, this is great because after you work eight hours, now you're getting paid twice. uh, You're getting paid almost twice for what you normally get paid. 
And so you just keep going. That's my brother who died at 52 of a heart attack. And all three of these men had nothing to show for it when they passed away. They didn't leave any money to their kids. And guess what? Even though I was a college athlete, I had what the doctors called genetic high blood pressure. And so my doctor said, you're going to be on this pill for the rest of your life. It was a small little white pill called lisinopril. And I had to take it every single day of my life. And what I realized was I would wake up in the morning, I would go to the bathroom and I'd look at my little pill box and I would say, oh yeah, I have high blood pressure. And then I would go and my body, literally what I'm doing is I'm programming my cells to create high blood pressure. And I would take this pill and I would take the pill and I go, mm, I'm better now. High blood pressure gone. And it wasn't until after six years of staying off that medication and finding a totally different way, a holistic way, a natural way. Oh, and, I, and, and you, if you want to know how I did this, feel free to message me. I'll tell you. But I went through a much natural way, a way that really made a difference in my life. And so six years later, of not, after not being on that pill, I went to the doctors not even about a year ago, and I, I told them nothing about my, my history, my health history. Because I didn't want them to bring that to the table. But when the person, the nurse, she took my blood pressure, she had no idea that I'd gone through this. My whole life of having high blood pressure and told I was going to have to list, I was going to have this problem the rest of my life. And when she took my blood pressure and she said, you know, they, they rap and they go, you know, and she says, 122 over 80. I hadn't been on my medication for six years. She didn't even know. But in that moment, I almost broke out in tears. Because I finally realized the truth that what I think has an effect on how I act and how my body reacts. So what I want you to do is start taking on this concept right now. We're going to wrap up this episode on this. You are infinitely unique. You take that report and you find out how your problems are absolutely common. We're going to find other people that have them and we're going to apply who you are to those problems. Thank you so much for following me on this episode. Make sure to subscribe, subscribe to this podcast and share it with another human being. Have a wonderful day.